Welcome to the Dad Code Podcast, where real dads come for real talk and no BS. We are your hosts, Blake Melton, Bradley Newberry, and Matthew Parker. What's going on, guys? Mm. Nice rainy morning here in Tennessee. I believe he's manning Captain the Boat. Yep, Captain of the Boat, Matthew Parker, joining us via phone today. That is right. Raining down here, guys. We're ready to talk some NFL. Nice. That's what we do. Thank you guys for taking the time to hit play, download this episode of DDS. We're going to do the NFC and AFC North here today. We're going to start with the NFC North. Let's jump right in to the Chicago Bears. Last year, they were 8-8. Eight and eight. Um, Blake, do you have anything that you like about the makeup of this 8-8 eight and eight stuck in the middle team in Chicago? I mean, there's not a ton of things I like here. I mean, Justin Fields, obviously, I think he's uh, he's a very likable player as a, as a quarterback. He's got some grit to him. I think we saw that uh, in his college days. Um, I'm not sure that he's ready to be uh, to take in, to take the reins of an NFL of an NFL team, but uh, I don't know that he's going to have a choice given the other quarterback that they're going to have Wait. in there, which we'll talk about here in a second. Oh, all right. Parker, what you got for like? I, I I love Justin Fields. He's going to be the first Bears quarterback to throw for more than four thousand yards in a season. The closest one to it's been Eric Kramer. After that, they're all Jay Cutler, then Mitch Trubisky and Rex Grossman. Mm. The Bears have never had a true quarterback, and this guy's it. This guy's also electric, fast. His forty-yard dash was a four-four-four. Only quarterback quicker. Since 2006, RG3. Mm. He's also incredibly accurate. That usually translates from college to NFL. Last year, he was the sixth most accurate passer in all of college football. To put that in perspective, that's better than the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence. (laughs) Why do I always feel like I get the little drops here? (laughs) Every single one. We're not talking about the AFC South yet. Hold your horses. We'll, We'll get there. We'll get there. But, uh, do you think old uh, Jim McMahon would have something to say about your take about no quarterback in Chicago? How about no quarterbacks in this modern passing era? Is that, is that <laughs> yeah, right? All right, all right. You went, you pulled Jim McMahon. Yeah, out. I did what with the shades. Grief? Hey, here's something I like: wide receiver Allen Robinson. Last year he had 1,250 yards, six touchdowns. That was his second most productive year since 2015 when he led the Jaguars with 1,400 yards, 14 touchdowns, and his only Pro Bowl appearance, in large part due to Blake Bortles. I love Allen Robinson, by the way. He's one of my favorite receivers in the entire league. I mean, I like it. I think it sets up success for Justin Fields. I do, too. It sets up success for the Big Red potentially Andy Dalton, which let's Let's, transition into the dislikes of Blake. You you might have something to say here. Um, I mean, I think that what is likely to happen is they're going to ride this Andy Dalton train and they're going to probably ride the bears straight into a losing season again, as a result um, until they are just absolutely forced to put Justin Fields in. I don't know what their, uh, how short the leash is going to be there, but, it wouldn't surprise me to, if it's, you know, week eight, week nine before they decide to pull the trigger as far as letting him go the whole way or starting. Um, but 
I don't think it's a recipe for success for this year. I got him at seven wins, guys. Mm. What are I your concerns? Believe, Go ahead. believe that um, he's going to get benched even quicker than that. I, I think Fields is either going to start on game two or game four. Their, their schedule starts off against the Rams, and he is going to get just cr- <laughs> just going to get crushed. <laughs> and and the reason I think they bring that quarterback in quick more quickly is because Matt Nagy sucks. His play calling <laughs> is boring. <laughs> I mean, it really is. Last year, anytime they trotted out Cordell Patterson, like, oh, I wonder what they're going to do. It's just, it, it's just predict- it's very predictable. So I, I think this new quarterback might buy him some more time, maybe. Uh, but I, I still don't think he'd last through out the till the next season. I think he'll be fired. I believe they will be seven and ten. Uh, and finish third in this division. Yeah, I mean, it really kind of just depends on when they pull the trigger on this, and even when they do, I'm just not. I mean, I don't think anybody expects Justin Fields to come in and even if it is game two and win ten games this year. So, all right. So I'm going to go to my dislikes. Um, I'm a defensive guy. Guess what? I don't like your defensive backfield. When listen to this, gentlemen. When Khalil Mack. Yes, I said defensive lineman Khalil Mack is second on your team in interceptions with one. That is a damn problem. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good point. So, uh, I mean, you're in a league where you're going to be up against the likes of Aaron Rodgers. You're going to have to face all that offensive craziness in Minnesota. I don't know what Detroit has, but I don't think it's. I don't think this is the year for the Bears. No, we've copied notes again. Apparently, I said I wrote down seven and ten for the Bears. Yep, third. I think that's what yeah. they're going to be. Any final thoughts before we move on? No, I'm nothing. No, else they're just kind of one of those math teams. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Uh, we're moving on to Detroit. Pretty sure a team that we eliminated from this league. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Last year they went five and eleven. Um, I'll go ahead and start here. You know what? After doing some research, I read that I, I kind of like their offensive line. I don't know what they're protecting for. Uh, maybe the hope of running back DeAndre Swift. Last year he had 521 yards, eight rushing touchdowns, an additional 357 receiving, and two more touchdowns receiving. But uh, I guess that could be encouraging, right? Uh, a, a solid o- yeah. O-line. Yeah. I mean, I think the other thing you mentioned there, DeAndre Swift, I mean, it, I, I mean, I, you see what I have written here for life. It's absolutely blank, folks. I don't have anything written down here. <laughs> I mean, there, I, I don't have much in the way of anything here for Detroit just because right. I, I just don't think that they have much. There's not much there to like, in my opinion. Let's go to our expert, Parker. It, it, it is tough to find something to like, and you're right. They do have a top 10 offensive line, but they do have one player. I searched the roster. They got one player that I really do like, and it's a player that should be on the Titans. I can talk about that later, but it's their wide receiver, Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, This guy is awesome. He's a super physical receiver out of USC. He's already gotten fights at training camp, and I I love it, especially with this head coach that's coming out talking about biting kneecaps and all this stuff. (laughs) I think he's going to fit in really well there. This receiving group is awful. I think this rookie could come out, lead the team in receptions other than their tight end. 
I'm just a huge fan of Amon Ross St. Brown. Nice. Yeah, you dug for that one. I mean, I, I like the name. Yeah, well. What are your dislikes? Let's go to Blake's piece of paper here because this is all he has written. I'm going to tell you the first three words that I wrote. All right. Everything. Literally everything. Stafford's out. Carrion Johnson, out. Galladay, out. Hey, Matt Prater, there's out. A, there's another receiver that went to the Jags. Marvin Jones Jr., out. Oh, yeah, well, he just went from one shit pile to another. Oh, here's another drop um, on my team. What? I love Marvin Jones. Just a total disaster. It, it, this is a team... Uh, wouldn't surprise me if they only won two games. Wouldn't surprise me if they won as many as four. So I, I've got them at three wins this year, guys. Uh, much like Blake, my notes start off very similar. The very first word, dislike everything. Uh, go- golf is terrible. I-, I know a lot of people like DeAndre Swift. I'm in the camp. I think he's overrated. He's got injury concerns. He gets concussions his first year. I, I just think they're terrible. Uh, Pretty much every reason that I listed in the episode of why they should be removed from the NFL, I can just copy and paste here. They're fighting for the 2022 first overall draft with first overall draft pick with one other team. <laughs> All right, yeah. So I feel like my uh, take on DeAndre Swift was met just like Miles Sanders out of Philadelphia. I like um, it when we have opposite dislikes I do and too. likes. It, it just shows you how how the league is just. It's just so interesting how you kind of have a different the dynamic. view on one thing. Yeah, so here we go. I'm going to go with my dislikes. I'm going straight to the defense again because I love defense. The Detroit Lions were dead last in points allowed at 32.4 points per game. They allowed 30-plus points in 10 out of 16 games last year. That is brutal. That is absolutely oh my gosh. horrible, putrid. Mm. Why? Why? Does the league continue to put this team on my TV at 1130 when I'm trying to enjoy my turkey and dressing? I think they're hoping that you're asleep. Yeah, exactly. I think they're trying to help you (laughs) fall asleep from eating all the turkey and dressing. Oh, my God. It's just further further sleep uh, fodder there. The Detroit Lions have no roar. They're going 4-13. Wow. Yeah. I've got him at three and fourteen. I got him at three wins. Wow! All right, we're gonna move on to Cheesehead Country, the land where only players come to play with the quarterback. They don't care about the city. They're coming here to play with me, the Green Bay Packers. Last year they were thirteen and three. Parker, what do you like about this team? Well, they obviously have one of the best quarterbacks and wide receivers in the game. But I'm going to go with another player I believe to be maybe the best in the game at his position, and he's a different MVP for this team, a different Aaron, Aaron Jones. In the last two years, this guy has 30 touchdowns, and that's with Jamal Williams eating into his snaps, catching touchdowns. That guy's gone. He's buried behind DeAndre Swift now. I really think he is the real MVP for this team this year. I, I, he is going to be dominant running back, tons of touchdowns. I love Aaron Jones. I don't know. I, the, the likes for me are still I, – I think they play in a nice stadium. That's about it. I, I got nothing. Mm, I don't, not I don't, much I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a cheesehead fan at the moment. I uh, 
I'll second your opinion on Aaron Jones. It's fantastic. Uh, as as you and I saw, or I guess all three of us saw mm-hmm. in last year's draft, fantasy football draft, that is very underrated, even there. Wouldn't you guys agree? I mean, yeah. it's just an afterthought yeah. sometimes. Um, I wrote down Aaron Rodgers, of course, 4,299 yards, 48 touchdowns, only five interceptions. Overall, the team ranked first in scoring at 31.5 points per game. I think they take a big step back. I think that <laughs> things have been uh, testy, uh, stirred maybe a little too much in Green Bay. Yeah. Which uh, leads to maybe some dislikes. You want to? Well, that, that, I, for me, it's the negativity surrounding yeah. the team. Um, is it going to be a distraction? Um, there's going to be a lot of media talk, a lot of questions that people aren't going to want to answer. Um I just don't think it's going to be a good atmosphere to to be trying to build a winning program this year. I question I question that too, Blake. And but then I also on the other side, I was wondering that. Or does it is it like is it the revenge year top number two for Aaron Rodgers? You know, does he come back out and do it again? I, I don't know. I couldn't decide which way to go on that. I. Uh... I mean, the a-hole in me thinks that it could be the latter, that it could be one of those Aaron Rodgers just, you know, stick his middle finger up to the NFL and the world. He's got it. I would think that he's got his wide receivers on board, right, Parker? I mean. Scorched earth and just goes for 50-plus touchdowns. I mean, it literally could be. um, I I didn't like his interviews. I mean, that's what I wrote down. I don't like how he talked about the team. I don't Mm -hmm. like how he talked about the city. I don't like that they had a home playoff loss. Uh, maybe I don't like how they were coaching at the end of that game. Uh, I think they take a step back, but not not too far back. Because I've got them winning the division at 11-6. and six. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know how to call this one, honestly, because I'm with you. I don't know if – does Green – does uh, – Aaron Rodgers, like you said, does he just shove this year and say, you know, on the way out, say "f you"? Here, look at look at what you're you're going to be missing, kind of thing. Um, I don't know. I'm almost a push on this one. I really. So you're am. probably going right in the middle. I am. I like am eight or nine. I am. Right. I'm thinking like nine wins. What do you think, nine wins. I, I, the, You actually touched on my major dislike, and that was decision-making. Matt LaFleur makes bad decisions. Yeah. Green Bay should be the Super Bowl champions. Matt LaFleur single-handedly lost that game with how he called it. Yeah. I think Rodgers bails him out so much that yeah. Rodgers may actually swing that team five or six games. Usually you talk about a player affecting a point spread by, you know, a point or two, a couple of points. Aaron Rodgers – I mean, if there's a different quarterback playing there. They win five, six games. Um, and I think he's a different kind of cat. I, I think he does respond to this me against the world type thing. I think he comes out, goes scorched earth. I think they go 12 and five. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's it feels like it's on the brink. Yeah. It could go either way. Yeah. It's definitely – it's it's on it's teeter-tottering for sure. Yeah. And finally – the Minnesota Vikings. Last year, they went seven and nine. Uh, what I like about the team is my fantasy football <laughs> keeper, Dalvin Cook. Last year, he had 1,557 yards rushing, another 361 receiving, 17 total touchdowns. 
Thank you, Dalvin Cook. But I also want to touch on the receivers as well. It's like we're not, I'm not giving any credit to the quarterback here, but I'm going to talk about the receivers. Uh, Justin Jefferson, my gosh, 1,400 yards, seven TDs, even Adam Thielen, 14 touchdowns. Holy moly. <laughs> what do you got, Lee? Uh, I mean, what, what is there not to like about Dalvin Cook? I mean – him and Justin Jefferson, I mean, it's been good grief. Like you said, they've, they've got some offensive punch there. Uh, I think it's it's hard not to like kind of the setup they have there. Bradley, you set me up perfectly for good. this. You, you mentioned Dalvin Cook. You mentioned the receivers. I want to come in at you blindly and say, you know what? I'm going to give you your quarterback. He's going to throw for 4,300 yards, 68% passing completion, have the second highest in yards per attempt, and 35 touchdowns. Everybody in the league would blindly sign up and take that guy. Hell yeah, they would. And that guy is Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins might be the most underrated player in the NFL. I mean, okay. I admitted it. I said, look, I'm talking about all this offense, but I'm not even talking about the quarterback. He reminds me a lot of Tannehill. It's because he doesn't have to do much. You know, when you throw it 24 times a game or, or whatever, you just there's not a whole lot of thought to it he's just super efficient yeah not a lot of flash you know but i don't need my quarterback no, to flash no. i want the skill players to flash it, well that's kind of what they have there and i, I mean it, it's kind of i don't know i don't have a lot of dislikes there i mean it, i i do have one big dislike and, and all right start us off let's go and this is a lot like bradley you'd love defense oh Mike don't Zimmer's a, you, you just wait for it yeah he's go a defensive ahead. coach and last year, how many sacks they had? 23. Mm. You can luck into 23 sacks. The Titans were historically bad and had 19. I mean, they weren't that much better. Uh, they think they've got it figured out on the defensive line there. I won't believe it till I see it. I really think this defense could be questionable. Defense, defense, defense. That's what I dislike as well. Listen to this. 13 games. 13 out of 16 allowing 23 or more points. They can't get to the quarterback, as Parker mentioned. Even the head coach said this was the worst defense he's ever seen. It's hard to argue with those stats. It's mm. going to be something to look out for, for sure. I, they've got to – I mean, even if they just tighten it down a little bit. I mean, they, they even brought in Yannick Ngakwe. Nothing. Did you just say for them to tighten up? They need to – uh, they need to oh. do something. Okay. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, guys, because I want to, I believe me, both of you, I, I want to put this team at number one. I just, I'm not going to believe it until I see it either. I'm going right in the middle of the road, nine and eight, second place in the division. I've got them checking in at uh, second place in the division at 10 and seven. Uh, looking at their schedule, though, man, it's got an easy start. Bengals, Cardinals, and they got the Seahawks and Browns within the Lions and Panthers. Yeah, I see them going 500 in that stretch. I'm going to go – I'm going to be the oddball out here. I'm going to say that this is the year that Aaron Rodgers uh, shits the bed or on purpose or otherwise, and this is the year that Minnesota takes them over with 10 wins. Boom. All right. Very nice. I like it. Well, that – was our NFC North. We're going to move on to the AFC North, starting in the great state of Ohio. The Cincinnati Bengals last year were 4, 11, and 1. 
I like Joe Burrow. Quarterback. I'm concerned about the injury thing, but we'll see. Uh, last year before getting hurt, 2,688 yards, 13 touchdowns, only five interceptions. He was on pace for 4,000. Um, to find a, a franchise quarterback in the NFL has proven not to be easy. I am going to go out and say the Bengals have it. I like their quarterback situation. Yeah, I think they have a – I mean, look, I think Joe Burrow is a rising star. Um, uh, like you mentioned, you mentioned the yards, the touchdown to interception ratio. It's on pace for 4,500 yards and 26 touchdowns. I mean, got Joe Mixon behind him, Jamar Chase. I mean, the offense could be pretty explosive, but this is – I won't get into my my concerns here yet, but I, that injury concerns me. Coming back from that that type of injury, y'all, they may have a a franchise quarterback, but to have a franchise quarterback, you've got to have franchise receivers, and they do. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd might be a top three trio in the league. I know everyone is talking about. Chase reuniting with his college quarterback this year. But my favorite is actually T. Higgins. And if Burrow doesn't get hurt last year, we're talking about Higgins and not Justin Jefferson having an all-time rookie season. Yeah, I could see that. Um, So I'm going to start with the dislikes. I'm not in love with the Cincinnati Bengals defense. (laughs) It's like like I want to say the the same thing over and over and over. But – Look, man, when your defense allows 389 yards per game, 26 and a half points per game, questionable at best. That's pretty bad. And, and gentlemen, they face one of the toughest schedules this year in 2021. Yeah, I mean, I agree with Bradley. I mean, the problem is, is their defense is so bad that it's going to ask Joe Burrow to do a lot. <laughs> And coming off of what was a devastating, and for a lot of people, it is a career-ending injury. Um, I mean, it, that knee injury was about as horrific as it gets as far as for quarterbacks. Um, and, I mean, it, it's just kind of duty plays for the Bengals. I mean, it, come on. I mean, again, another team, he's in the state of Ohio. I know he's from Ohio, all that crap. I love Joe Burrow. I hate the team he plays for. I think his defense is going to put him in a situation where he's going to have to force things. Um, and I really wish he played just about anywhere other than a team from the state of Ohio. The worst per- person on this team won't touch the football on the field, and that's the coach. Zach Taylor is going to be the first coach to be fired this year. He's 6-25-1. and one. During his first two seasons, and he's won back-to-back games once. This is one of those guys that got hired because he washed McVay's pajamas one time. Mm. <laughs> I mean, he was a nobody in Miami. He got fired. McVay picked him up, and he was like a wide receiver coach in for the Rams for a couple of years. And then he gets a head coaching job. I don't really understand it. Former NFL executive Michael Lombardi had some brutal words about Taylor. He says, quote, Zach's not qualified to be head coach of the team. I'm not sure Zach Taylor's qualified to be the head coach of the University of Cincinnati, let alone the Bengals. He's demonstrated nothing in terms of managing the team and managing the game, end quote. Damn! That, that was a blast. Wow. Oh. Ouch. 
Five and twelve. Five and twelve. Uh, surprisingly, I, I've still got these guys winning eight games. I'm going six and eleven in last place in the division. Yeah, I still think they're last. All right, we're gonna stay in the great state of Ohio. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Cleveland Browns last year, eleven and five, won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake, what do you like about the Cleveland Browns? Uh, I mean. Again, here we go with another Ohio team, mm-hmm. the Browns. Um, I, I guess if you want to say that they have a nice core of players coming back, I mean, not the biggest Baker Mayfield fan in the world. Um, I'm not even the biggest Odell Beckham Jr. guy, but uh, I mean, but they got a they have a a core of folks that I guess that might play well together, just given the amount of time they've been together. But I I, I am. I'm trying to stay away from the negative here, and I'm I'm failing here Good. just because I'm not a huge state of Ohio football right. fan. We'll pass it to Parker then. What do you like about the Browns? Well, we all love quarterbacks and the flash and all this stuff. That's what gets you to the big games. But what wins you the big games is, as we watched in the last Super Bowls, offensive line and defensive line, and Cleveland Browns have got a fantastic offensive line. All the starters are coming back. Last year they were rated as the top pass-blocking line in the second best run blocking line and if someone gets hurt they have two backups that would start for almost any other team in the league all right well then you set me up well because i like their running back duo behind the offensive line their rushing attack was third in the nfl last year led by nick chubb 1067 yards and 12 touchdowns but don't forget kareem hunt 841 yards and six additional touchdowns i love running the ball I love offensive linemen. That, those two are my big likes about this team. Okay, Chubb may be the best pure running back in the NFL. Hey, name to can't, name to remember that. coming uh, later in this draft. Blake, go ahead with your dislikes. Um, I'm gonna go with Odell Beckham Jr. I'm really concerned. Is he gonna be able to come back uh, after his knee injury and really be in form? Is he gonna be focused? I mean. Odell Beckham is all. There's always been a maturity kind of focus. It, does he have the focus to be able to really take the the big leap and bound in his career? Um, I doubt it. I don't think he's going to do it this year. I don't think he's going to be a, a big a big splash for them this year as far as their offense. But uh, anyways, that and they play in the state of Ohio. On to Parker. Uh, people think this guy's really great because of cute little commercials. But if you if I purely gave you his numbers, I think everybody would agree. Oh, I know where this Baker is Mayfield is terrible too. <laughs> I was uh, like, <laughs> protect <laughs> this house. <laughs> uh, Baker Mayfield is one of the worst starting quarterbacks on a good team in the league. And part of the reason why I say that is part of the reason why I like the team. They've got one of the best pass, the best pass blocking line in the league yet they've got a guy that had the same amount of passing touchdowns or less than Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr his passing percentage he's barely above Daniel Jones and Dwayne Haskins mm. and I'm tired of hearing this stupid argument they've done it for Marcus Mario they've done it for a ton of people oh he's got a different play caller every year we've well, got a different play caller every year because he's because you stink <laughs> yep <laughs> I, I know he's got a coach of the year he looked better in the second half of the year I 
according to Pro Football Focus last year, he's one of four quarterbacks with the most negatively graded plays. Just a statistic saying he stinks. He's thin-skinned. He can't take criticisms. If the Cleveland Browns traded for Deshaun Watson today, they would be my Super Bowl pick. Ooh. Wow. Wow. You think more Write of Deshaun it down. Watson than I do. Write but it down. It's not going to happen. They're going to no. be 11-6. Well, here's what I don't like. Their defense. Yeah, what do you know? <laughs> it's well, I should say mostly on defense. Look, their secondary is rebuilding. Last year was just awful. On third down, they gave up forty-five percent, eighth worst. We'll talk about some worst teams in other podcasts. But uh, what do they got? Miles Garrett and what? <laughs> that's question. my that's my concern is defense. You're going to have to play the Ravens in this division. You're going to have to play a tougher schedule because going 11-5 and five last year, that's what you've earned this year is a tougher schedule. I say they regress. I'm going 9-8. and eight. Yep, I've got them at 9-8 and eight as well and finishing third in the division. Third, yeah. Mm-hmm. Parker, any final thoughts? Are we good? Uh, we're good, eleven and six, and I've I will hold to where I think they'll finish on this division. All right, all right. Okay. We're going to move on to the Baltimore Ravens. Last year they were eleven and five. Um, I'll go ahead and start. Mm-hmm. Guess what I like? I like their defense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, their defense was second in points allowed and seventh in yards allowed. Uh, not only do I like their defensive makeup. I can't believe I'm saying this. I think my older brother would hate me for saying this. I kind of like their quarterback. Mm. I like Lamar Jackson. Mm. 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions, 1,005 yards rushing, additional seven touchdowns. Um, And maybe it's just – maybe that's what the coaching staff and their offensive philosophy wants, and he's able to provide maybe better than anyone else that kind of run pass – Vince Young-esque offense. He's he's clearly way better than Vince Young ever was with the Titans. But uh, my two likes, their defensive makeup and the quarterback. You're, you're right, by the way. Your brother would roll you over, yeah, burn you over the coals for that thing. He would hate it. Yeah, I mean, dude, I – I mean, they, hey, they, I think I like the fact that they, you know, they ended the season last year with five straight wins. They added Sammy Watkins. I think this is a team that, that rides momentum. Uh, and part of it, I think, has to do with their quarterback because he's a bit of a powder. But we'll get into that in my uh, dislikes Ooh. here in just a second. All right. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a team that, that if they can get a spark going, that they will be able to ride some momentum uh, through a good part of the season. Uh, I do like their defense as well. They did, as you know, lose a really good defensive line coach in Joel Cullen. Um, Where did he go, Parker? I don't know. Somewhere in the AFC South. We may talk about that in a minute. <laughs> uh, but they do have an offense capable of scoring 30-plus a game. You know, you could talk about their elite rushing ability. But I'm going to go with something Bradley went on a previous uh, podcast. I'm going kicker. Uh, in the history of the NFL Hall of Fame, there are only two kickers in it. And the Ravens have a future Hall of Fame kicker on their roster. Justin Tucker has made around 91% of his kicks. He is the most accurate kicker in the history of the league. 
And that's what the Ravens sending him out for these insane, crazy kicks. Last year, they sent him out five times for a field goal longer than 61 yards. We take Kicker for granted for almost 15 years as a Titans fan. I just assumed you'd make these kicks. You don't. But the, the Ravens have got one of those guys. Justin Tucker, he comes out on the field, and they're getting three points. It's an underrated, underrated weapon. It is. It's not talked about enough. I like it. You want to lead off with the dislikes? So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just gonna go ahead and say it. Uh, not a huge Lamar Jackson fan. I know you mentioned his passing yards last year, but the problem is, is that they went down last year to the over, from a year over year. Uh, 2019, he was 3,127 yards, and last year he's 2,757. His touchdowns went from 36 to 26. So that stat that you brought up about the touchdown to intersection interception ratio, he only had six uh, interceptions in uh, 2019, and he had nine last year. So worse. that actually got worse too. Was it an outlier last year, or is this yet another example of NFL defenses being able to fi- figure out yet another gimmick quarterback? I think so. Not only do I not like Lamar Jackson, I don't like the wide receivers. Hollywood Brown isn't an alpha. He's not number one. He's a complimentary piece. Mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins is always really good the first game of the year, and then he disappears. Either stinks or he gets hurt. I think the best receiver on this team is Rashad Bateman. And almost all their pass catchers, including Bateman, are going to be out for some time. This isn't good for a quarterback that isn't the most accurate. Last year, the Ravens were dead last in passing offense. And I don't expect that to change this year. I'd argue I'd argue that their best receivers are tight end, Mark Andrews. Hmm. I think they really wanted Julio Jones, which the Titans got instead. Um, I dislike that they're having to revamp their offensive line. They traded away Orlando Brown Jr., uh, they're all pro tackle. Ronnie Stanley's coming back from a fractured and dislocated ankle, which is a huge injury to come back from, by the way. But particularly for a big fat guy, man, there. That's what. That's what. I feel like that's the nucleus of what this what team needs to be. Is that's the, their identity, is right? The, is the offensive line much like what we discussed in Cleveland? Um, they need the big dudes to be able to mm-hmm. open up lanes for the the third running back, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I'll just call it that. If you, when you have over a thousand yards rushing as yeah. a quarterback, you're, you're a running back too. Exactly. So, uh, I don't like it that they're having to revamp there. Um, that's, that's a big concern for me, but, uh, you want to start with the predictions part? Yeah, I, um, I'm going to say that, uh, even though I don't really care that much from Lamar Jackson, I don't consider this to be that, you know, I mean, it's a competitive, division amongst themselves, but I don't think it's a particularly strong division. Uh, but I, so I think they're going to get 10 wins. What do you think, Parker? I've got them going 11 and six coming in second in this division. Wow. All right. So I love defense. I put Lamar Jackson in the plus category, even though uh, stats show potential regression. I don't like their wide receivers. I do like their tight end. I'm scared about the offensive line. But when I take a step back and I look at the rest of this division, I think I like the Ravens the best. I'm going 12 and 5. Oh, okay. 
Their style of play wins games. They've got a great coach. I mean, that easily could happen. Yeah. yeah. And maybe even special teams, as Parker mentioned. Yeah. I mean, you, That'll we win take you some that games. for granted. I mean, I'm not talking about just the kicker, which yeah. is fantastic. I'm talking about the punting game, yeah. return game, mm-hmm. underrated. Um, yeah. It, it, it will not – uh, it may it may not lose many games, but it'll definitely win you some mm-hmm. games for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't realize how important special teams is until your special teams is bad. Right. Yeah. Then yeah. it stands out. Ask anybody in Nashville. We know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> All right. Finally, in the AFC North, the division winners last year, twelve and four, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I believe I like their defensive. <laughs> Makeup, I wrote this kind of with a question mark. Statistically, they were third in yards allowed per game and points per game with 19.5 points per game. Um, But I wrote it with a question mark because I don't know if I trust it. I still put it in my light category. I don't know. What do you think, Blake? You know, I like Najee Harris. You know, they drafted him 24th overall. I mean, he he could – he was a good running back in, in college. I think he could be a pretty good NFL running back. Uh, Juju, I like Juju a lot. Uh, they re-signed him. Um, Big Ben, it's kind of – I don't know. We'll, we'll get into him here in a little bit. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, there, there's, there are some bright spots for sure. I mean, like you said, their defense is – I don't know. I don't really have a, a strong opinion about him. Maybe but, Parker's got some in yeah. Not to start off negative, but last year's twelve and fourteen was the most fraudulent twelve and fourteen. Wasn't it though? <laughs> what is it? Did, did they start eleven and zero? I didn't write. They that. started yeah. eleven yeah. and zero. Yeah, that's and right. Then they, yeah, one and four. <laughs> fraudulent. I like that word. Absolutely fraudulent. And the defense, yeah, it was good last year, but they lost. Uh, they lost Bud Dupree. Uh, which is going to be a huge loss for them. I know they got T.J. Watt, but when Bud was off the field, T.J.'s Watt pressure rate dropped. I don't have it in front of me, but I, it was something like he was in the backfield 19% of the time, and when it was just Watt out there, it was like 8% of the time. It's a major, major uh, downfall. But what I do love about their defense is Minka Fitzpatrick, their safety. He has played 30 games with the Steelers. Listen to this stat. In those 30 games he's had with the Steelers, he's had nine interceptions and 14 total takeaways in three defensive touchdowns. He did all this while in those 30 games only being targeted 51 times. This guy might be the best safety in football. Uh, Coach knows how to use him. Uh, I I really, really like him. Nice. That makes me jealous. Sounds really good. (laughs) wish some other teams had to play a ball like that. I'm going to go with some dislikes, though. Yep. I don't like the situation going on with their offensive line, gentlemen. Uh, Their run run game last year was absolutely the worst. Mm -hmm. Um, They've lost tackle, a guard, center, all in just this one-off season, folks. Um, Rebuild can be tough, especially with the big dudes. Um, I'd rather have a team that has some consistency along both lines, offensive and defensive line. So – Whenever I'm thinking about their their rookie Najee Harris, I want to like him, but I got to temper that expectation because I don't know what the hell's blocking in front of me. Yeah, I think their their rushing attack is a really big question mark this year because of those reasons you just mentioned. I mean, their offensive line, it's kind of surprising to me that they would try to do some kind of rebuild with, you know, with Ben Roethlisberger being at his age. I mean, you would think you would want 
uh, you think you would think you would want a little more consistency uh, so that you could have a little bit more uh, consistency at, at the running back position as far as the the running attack that is um, I don't know also that given all this that Ben is gonna have a great season uh, I think uh, a lot of his plays are you know one or two steps and get the ball out and uh, I think some some defenses are probably going to key into that, and they're going to double down on Juju. They're going to make him try to run the ball, and I, I I don't know that they can do it with the personnel that they've uh, acquired in this offseason. You know, I know they lost a lot of their offensive line, but as bad as they were at the run game last year, historically bad, that may not be a bad thing. Uh, you know, they get new people in there, but this team, there's a, it kind of steals an argument from me in the NFC South. I don't know what they're trying to do. It feels to me like this team should be rebuilding, but they're not rebuilding. Like they they've got an old aging quarterback who I've never been a fan of. Mm-hmm. They've got uh, they've got some, uh, but then then they've got an offensive line that's not great. They've got some older defensive players now, but then they go out and they draft a a rookie in the running back in the first round, which I never agree with. But and they do they're doing these things where they're like, we're rebuilding, but we're not rebuilding. So I'm kind of confused about what, what they're, they're, they're doing. But my main dislike for this team is big Ben. I could go through a million different stats about how he wasn't good last year. But the one that stands out to me is the Steelers passed the third most in the league, but they had the 15th most passing yards. Big Ben was rated as the 25th best quarterback last year. He's over the hill. I think this team could potentially major underperform, end up trying to trade up and really go after one of these Spencer Rattler, Sam Howell, big-time quarterback prospects next next year because they don't have their quarterback for next year on this roster. Yeah, it's time. It's time for them to move away from Ben Roethlisberger, I think, at this point. I think this season is going to be kind of the tip of the iceberg for the catalyst for all that to happen. I believe they're stuck in the middle – Major regression here, going from twelve wins. I'm predicting nine and eight, and no postseason. I'm going nine and eight as well. Eight and nine. Eight yeah. and nine. All right. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, go ahead, Parker. I was just say, and with my tiebreaker, I do have Cleveland winning this division. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, as I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, this was our NFC North and AFC North prediction show here in 2021. Any final just thoughts to recap what we've just talked about here out of the North? Uh, I don't know that there's anybody that really stands out that much to me. I mean, obviously, I mean, Green Bay could have a big year, potentially. Um, the Ravens, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not very bullish on the, on the Ravens. I think Ben is going to start to regress big time, too. So, uh, and everybody in the state of Ohio is terrible. So, what do you got to recap, Park? I think the of both of these divisions we just broke down, the team with the biggest variance in it, it's Chicago Bears. Uh, I, I could see them winning five games. I could see them winning 11 games. Mm. I re, it depends on when they start Justin Fields, how good is he. Uh, they've got some other great receivers there other than Allen Robinson that really could step up. Mooney, I, I – it does Montgomery have a year like he did last year. The Bears are really tough for me to predict. That's kind of why I went right there in the middle of their win total that I thought. 
I could see that one going anywhere. And as far as the AFC North, it's kind of the same with Baltimore and Cincinnati, or not Cincinnati, Baltimore and Cleveland. I think it's they could jump up and get a lot of wins, or you know, Baker could stink and they could not win hardly anything. Yeah. So my recap: I want Joe Burrow to be healthy. I want to see him play every game. Just I just want to see it just for him. And if I could, if I could blend the two purple teams, if I could blend the offense of the Vikings with the defense of the Ravens, I think I might be onto something. Yeah, whenever you figure out how to make that happen, you just let me know. <laughs> That's all you we have for the North, know. though. Thank you guys again for taking the time to hit play. Yep, we'll put our uh, we'll put our uh, records up and our rankings and who we all think is going to win uh, each respective division. Uh, we welcome you guys to uh, check us out on Twitter at the underscore dad underscore code as well as on Instagram at the Dad Code Podcast, Facebook at the Dad Code. Email us questions, concerns, comments. Everybody from the state of Ohio can call and cuss me out. Or it's not call. Excuse me. God, no. That wouldn't be good for YouTube. You could email me at thedadgoodpodcast at gmail.com. I'll warn everyone. Stay tuned for the next one. We're going to the south. Electricity. Thunder. Lightning will be all around us when we get to the AFC South. These two have been wanting to talk about my team for a long time. (laughs) And it's coming. All right, guys. Y'all be well.